Oh my god, hello. Hey Hi, welcome to Bring Your Own Catch All Bookish Most of the Time podcast. I'm Randy. I'm Kendra. I'm Kayla. We have an incredible guest today at bookish.cell, aka Selena, aka the love of our life. Um, she's an icon, she's a legend, she is the moment. She's also a nurse, a labor and delivery nurse. So she manages to bless our feeds with gorgeous like selfies of her holding books and her stories are always so funny and at night she's literally catching babies Slinging like i don't babies. know how you do it like- literally like it's insane you stare at vaginas so much more than <laughs> probably some of our favorite male heroes um and today with selena's help we're going to be talking about the fallen men series which we thought would be such a good thing to do because it's fall it's like deep fall now her taylor swift say that so it's deep fall it's deep fall um <laughs> And so we just want to talk about the Fallen Men series, which we will dive into. Um, but <laughs> I get to pull a brandy. But ladies first, <laughs> what are we reading? What are we drinking? Cell, why don't you start us off as our special guest? Hello. Wow, that was a beautiful introduction. Thank you very much. Um, so I am currently drinking this like pink drink from Sprouts. It's just like a fruity little water, but it's cute. Um, and I'm currently listening to um it's actually an audio reread i just started it today um but butcher and blackbird i read the ebook like a week or two ago i don't know but it was so good i loved it um and i was so hesitant to listen to it because you guys are never gonna guess who the narrator is i saw i saw miss lucy rivers herself (gasps) yeah okay but let me tell you, like, I'm I'm her number two hater after you, Brandy. Like, I promise I am. But it's not bad at all. Like, I was shocked. I was shocked. And Joe Arden with the Irish accent, like, he should have an Irish accent all the time because it's oh. way better than his normal Ooh. voice. Yes. Yeah. So it's pretty good. I'm loving it. Like, okay. the story is so silly, goofy. Like, I loved it so much the first time around, and it's it's hitting via audio. But I'm not currently reading anything physically. Um, I just finished yesterday. What did I finish? Oh, Madame. Ma- Madame? Oh. Madame? By Sarah Madame. Kate, which was oh literally so good. I was, like, going in with low expectations, and I was, like, blown out of the water. Like, and the spice... So ah! hot. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> Cross it my was, thighs. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Slay. Love. <laughs> I am also not currently physically reading anything at the moment. I just finished an audio reread of Alone with You in the Ether and it was just even better the second time. Like I it overwhelms me how much I love that book. Um and I just started Devil in Disguise, which is the last book in the Ravenel series by Lisa Claypus and it's a historical romance. Very fun. So yeah, I'm just drinking water today. Womp womp boo. I know. I'm sorry. No slay. <laughs> I was gone this weekend and when Daniel goes grocery shopping, he buys like literally only essentials. Like nothing fun. You know? Men. Mm-hmm. Men. Men. Kayla, what about you? Yeah. I forgot to bring anything into the room before we started recording. So I don't have literally anything with me today, but um, for drinking, I mean, so I, nothing today, unfortunately, but I will be grabbing probably like Dr. Pepper for dinner because I'm kind of craving a Dr. Oh. Pepper right now. Hell yeah. 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 Um, And then what I'm reading right now. Well, I literally just finished like 15 minutes before we got on. I finished um an arc of 
The Worst Kept Secret by QB Tyler. Very hot. Ooh, As per usual. Um, a good uh, best friend's dad romance. So, you know, always a good time there. But what I'm really looking forward to right now after I start that or after I finish that, Curse for True Love as a recording comes out tomorrow. And I will be seated for that. Kendra will be here when that releases. Will be here with me in Kansas City, and she will be ignored. Sorry to say, I'm just kidding. She's not kidding. That's why she's she being wants you to so. Go to she... yeah. No, dead ass. Oh my god. No, no. She's. No. She already told me that I have I'm to sleep kidding. outside. She's gonna um, ignore me. You already know why you have to sleep outside. That's a totally different reason. But let's not discuss that today. <laughs> okay. Let's see. I feel like I'm the only one that like took the theme of this episode seriously because I'm I was like, I'm gonna drink a beer. If we're gonna talk about the fallen men, I need to be drinking a beer. Granted, I am drinking a Michelob Ultra, which I feel like Zeus would like laugh at and like push out of my hand. He probably <laughs> just like drink. dark piss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're drinking bitch water. Remind <laughs> me of your gender again. Michelob Ultra is on me. Okay. <laughs> so I'm drinking that. And then what am I reading? I am reading, listening to Mickey Chambers shakes it up. I got it on Libby. <gasps> oh my I god, so far, so good. Yeah, it's so cute so far. It's age gap, which I didn't know going in. He's in his 40s and she's in her 30s and she's an adjunct Play. professor. Oh my god, yeah, it's such a cute cover. She's the an adjunct professor. So cute. so cute. Oh, they're so cute. Adjunct professor, and um, she gets a job at his bar, but he's also going back to college. So he he's one of her students. Um, so it's like a, but he's it's older? a cute. Yeah, he's older, oh. which I didn't know that going in. I thought it was gonna be like, yeah. Um, but they're they're so cute. I feel like if you're a fan of Talia Hibbert, like the way that she writes, which is so much humor and love and care, I feel like the author of that book does such a good job so far. And the narrator is really good. And I am physically reading Last Call at the Local, which comes out in January. It is the follow up to the Love List and Fancy Ship series. Ooh. I'm only a few chapters in. Oh my god, I'm already obsessed. I think it's just like so good the guy's so cute the girl's so cute it's great is, is that one more romance heavy because i think that one i thought she said um, is more, supposed to be more an actual romance than i would like i would agree because it's dual pov and the first two were mm-hmm. single pov but i would also argue that the second one's more romance heavy than it the is first oh the, yeah 100 percent. brandy you have to read those books because that I you bought, like single um, dad the first one single dad carissa vacker aka vanessa edwin does an mm-hmm. audios and she's going to do the audios for mm-hmm. this one when it comes out i don't know who the guy will be because he's irish he's irish yeah i was just gonna say he's mm-hmm. irish so i saw the author made a tiktok like explaining who the narrators are but i've never heard of the guy before um, but he's such a cutie in the book so that's what i'm reading and um also i cannot go without mentioning that i finished a really good book recently that i didn't get to talk about on the podcast called sammy espinoza's last review it's so good you guys it's so good it's a quick read it's I cried and I didn't think I was going to cry, but I did. So I already begged Brandy and Kayla to read it. And I, I won't say that here. Never mind. Um, no. I was like, I told them that I was like, if you guys don't read it, you hate Mexicans and queer people. Um, so now they have to read it because Sandy Espinosa is Mexican and she's queer. So <clears throat> Selena, now you also have to read it. Um, and yeah, that, that is what I'm reading. So. Oh my god. Okay, I'm so excited to talk about Fallen Men. My heart's Should we dive in? Yes. Kayla's like bracing I'm herself. I'm scared. It's about to be so right now. Kayla's like, I'm going to step out and go get oh my, my drink for an hour. 
<laughs> yeah. Let me go make my drink. I'll be back in an hour. Selena, would you do us the honor of like giving your elevator pitch about like what is this series about like as a whole? You are the expert. Okay. Wow, that's a lot of pressure. Okay. So this is um currently a what a six book series, but and running. Yeah. But it's um mm-hmm. it's a motorcycle club romance. Very, very taboo, but it's set in entrance British Columbia in Canada and it just basically surrounds this motorcycle club gang group and um their each book features a couple that falls for each other every single relationship is taboo so trigger warning if you're not a taboo girly this is not for you um and we're being dead ass (laughs) yeah like I could not scream that loud enough but despite that and despite a lot of the features of the relationships being very very questionable um I think it is just like some of the most beautiful romances relationships um it's also the reason why I wanted to read it was because I learned that it was like a motorcycle club actiony heavy smut series and I was like slay that's literally what I need in my life right now but little did I know it was just going to take over my life um and it's not only all of those things previously listed but incredibly emotional like there are some things that happen that you're just like oh shit like I did not expect to get so attached to these characters and just like literally fall in love with them and want to be with all of them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like just, it's a lot of fun um, if you're into taboo and questionable men um, getting into a lot of trouble and maybe some murder. <laughs> then this is for you. <laughs> Great smut though. Great smut. Selena, so, when did you read the series? Okay, so I read it last um, end of March, early April, so 2022. Who was next out of this group? I was next, and I read it because of Selena. Like, Selena posted about it a bunch, and I remember I just, like, needed something on KU. And I messaged her, and I was like, I think I'm going to do it. And she gave me that. She was like, these are taboo romances. She's like, make sure you know that these are taboo. Um, And... Yeah, it was actually so fun to be able to, like, send her my updates and stuff. I feel like, I, yeah, I feel like it's so rare that, like, I, I – she was the only person I could talk to about is what I'm yeah. trying to say. Like, it was just so fun to be able to send her all my updates and bug her for about it. Uh, I read all six of them in less than a month, so obsessed. Power through. And then I came next, which is so funny because when Brandy read it, I was I had like the series has been around like on book talk really popular since like I've joined so I was like oh like I feel like I just like know a lot like I just think it'll be for me so I literally had Brandy spoil like so much for me like yeah just go ahead tell me everything and then she's like well I think you should read it so in the beginning of this year like in February I finally cracked down and I did the entire series on audio um, and then I was like on my hands and knees begging like Kayla please <laughs> please please read this series um, and she did she went about it questionably um so yeah Kayla and you want to talk about how you read the series um, and the betrayal yeah so <laughs> <laughs> where to begin um after Kendra had started the series yeah she was like begging me begging me begging me to read she was more, more specifically on the second book is really when she started to you know start her campaign to get Kayla to read these books and you know the things that she was telling me mm, I, I 
wasn't, you know, super into it. And I was more making fun of her for reading it, honestly. Selena, Selena's face right now, if you guys can see it, she's holding back so much right now, but it's okay. She can wait. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> and I think it was when Kendra was on maybe book four or five. I can't remember specifically which book she was on. I decided, you know what? I think I'll just, uh, I think I'll just start it. Um, I started on the second book, though. I know, I know, big, like, huge blasphemy. Boo. I understand. Um, but that's largely because, <laughs> this is largely because I was specifically told by two people in this recording oh, didn't think you were that I wouldn't okay. like the first book. Okay. So I... that is the reason why. Let me hold all my right? All right, thank we you. didn't think she was going to read it at all. So we were like, if she starts with the first book and she's not a huge taboo girly, then it might be she's hard. She's going to like never read it. Yeah. And we just desperately wanted her to read Welcome right to the Dark Side. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. What were you guys fighting about? This was in oh, it's because for something. Yeah. What? Why did you yeah. go behind my back? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Oh, was it because I, really I didn't don't like remember? You were- was it because i didn't no, like too long i don't think right? it was that no i don't think it was that hmm. i had done something to piss her off whatever so she's like yeah, i'm not gonna keep in mind we've been friends for like a year and a half at this point and she's we've told each other literally every single thing that we've read like every little thing we've read we've always sent an update and she's like i'm just not gonna tell kendra this time the fucking betrayal and then she facetimes me with brandy she's like, i, I did have, tell brandy I by a- the way i did tell brandy not yeah kendra. so she tells brandy and not me and it was so, said, so smart of her to tell me because i like kayla was sending me like quotes from the book that were just like so taboo and i had no rebuttal and i was just like i don't so out of pocket kendra would have been so much better at fighting back than i was it was smart it was because she knew sorry yeah she knew knew. i mean it was like i it was fun to do what can i say (laughs) i had a good time i'm not gonna deny it good time Uh, as in good time keeping it from you that's what i'm yeah Mm -hmm. anyway that's Um, how i read it and if you're wondering why Kayla and I have been fighting all year on the brink of divorce, that is the cause. Um, anyways, <laughs> if you have not read Fallen Men, we're going to be talking spoiler-free for like a little bit longer. But the reading order, if you would like to read, you go Lessons in Corruption, which is King and Cress's first book. And then you have Welcome to the Dark Side, which lives up to its title. Uh, that is Zeus and Lou's book. Then you have Good Gone Bad, which is H.R. and Danner's books. After the Fall, which is book four, which is King and Cress's second book. The only couple in this series to get two books. And then you have Inked and Lies, which is Lila and Nova's book. And then the last book that is currently out is Dead Man Walking, which is Priest and Bia's book. There is supposedly another book coming. Ugh. It's been coming for how long now? We don't Believe know. Even when I know. see it. For a year. <laughs> She's yeah. such a liar. We were at Book Bonanza. Yes. And selena literally screamed in line because gianna was like it's coming in july she's like like, i have a secret it's coming in july and i'm like she meant july 2024 she probably meant july 2030 yeah she just loves lying like literally i'll be standing in the shower and i'm just like it's october (laughs) like where is it 
<laughs> it's like def- and it's also sucks too because like I'm not excited for Axeman's book at no, all. Like there are no. so many other characters. So I'm like to yes. make us wait this long for Axeman. And the like fact that we waited this long, like if you're not gonna come out with the absolute best book on the planet, like I don't want it anymore. Like I want the next book. Just scrap it and let's yes. go to book, book Yes. Eight. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Very much. I concur. <sighs> but yeah, okay, let's do some rankings. So Selena. Yes. What is your favorite book? In the series. Oh my gosh. I'm sweating. <laughs> this is such a hard question. <laughs> um, I was thinking about this, but as I was like getting ready to come over, but this is really, really hard. Originally, my favorite book was Welcome to the Dark Side because I just love my Zeus, loved the story. But I think after my reread, like, I know this is like so out of left park, but like, I think after the fall. Like, I know that book is, like, pure trauma, but there's so much beauty in it. And, like, I just love King and Cress's relationship in that book, and it just really, really hits for me. But I would say, like, After the Fall, Welcome to the Dark Side, and Inks and Lies are, like, all tied in a way for my favorite book. (laughs) So half the series. Um, Yeah, basically. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Kendra, what about you? Favorite book? Um, My favorite book is Good Gone Bad. Kayla Ann. Same. Same. I remember reading that and I texted Cell about, I was like, this is so controversial, but I like, they're so easily my favorites. And I was so happy to hear that Kendra and Kayla's faves were also, I, I could have called that for Kayla for a mile away. But. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you know, no, I think you just know me a little too well. That's all. <laughs> all right. You mentioned this a little bit already, Cell, but who's your favorite couple then? Oh, my favorite couple hands down is King and Crest. I just love them. I love them enough for all the King and Crest haters out there. Like, I just think, like, their love is truly so beautiful and disgusting. Like, they're <laughs> literally made for each other's soulmates. Like, he saw her in Max Grocer and is like, that is my gal like that is my woman i'm gonna marry like he literally he literally went home and told his dad i'm gonna marry that woman like can you believe it and like don't even get me started with the whole bone of my bone made for me for me like goodbye i'm literally she ate with that so sick like i can't ever not think about that selena do you listen Um, to hosher i um have been dabbling a little bit but um (laughs) You should listen to- I've literally listened to like three songs on the new album because I really like them and I just like am not listening so to good. anything else. I'm going to give you a couple songs that I literally can't listen to without thinking okay. about King and Cress. Absolutely. Give it to me. Go ahead. Okay. They're very like Hozier coded couple. Kendra, who's your favorite couple? <laughs> My favorite couple is Danner and HR. Hands down. Slay. Kayla? My favorite couple is also HR and Danner. Same. Shock. Shook. Mine is HR and Danner as well, but Priest and Bia are a really, really close second for me. I just like, I just really love, which is so wild because like, I don't think their book or their story is necessarily my, like even close to my favorite, but I just love them so much. Like they're just the opposite ends of the spectrum. I just love them so much. I agree that I really do. Like, I, I will admit that that's not my favorite book in the series. Like it just Mm -hmm. doesn't hit for me the way that others do. The only one you didn't reread. 
but you're right like the elements of their relationship like it's something else I do I do really like it especially his whole like not being in love with anyone or having emotions blah 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 but just like feeling so strongly for her I dig yeah. that he's a yeah. sweetie murderer uh. Um, <laughs> he's, <a murderer. laughs> he's a sweetie murder okay selena favorite female main character um chris <laughs> our cringy queen i love how this I, is a safe space i love everyone you guys hate and then you guys all have the same answers <laughs> like i just love it <laughs> yeah Hopefully we'll get some variety with the next few questions. Uh, I think we will. Yeah, Never mind. Yeah. I think we will. Yeah. Kendra. Favorite. My FMC. Okay, so this might come be a shocker, but I have to like lay out the specifics of this. My favorite FMC that I enjoyed the most is Lou in Welcome to the Dark mm-hmm. Side. Like okay, Lou in Welcome to the Dark Side is just yeah. so like mm-hmm. that's just like my girl. Like, I'm sorry. I had a ride with her. However, <laughs> Lou and other books, a little bit of a hypocrite. I oh I, I, I agree. Oh, I, agree. I wanted to fight her. Yeah. But if we only yeah. if we only talk about Welcome to the Dark Side, I'm like, that's my girl. And she's yeah. like never mind, I'm not gonna <laughs> She's seventeen. I want you to be careful with what you say. Thank you. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Shot of Kendra and I saying she's so hot. I was like, my fan cast for her is so hot. And Kayla went jail, jail time for both of you. I was like, safe space. (laughs) Your turn, Kayla. So I'm looking at my like ranking notes right now that I have, and I did have HR as my number one, which isn't really shocking (laughs) to me. But okay, just to give some variety, my second was Lila. So some variety there. There you go. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, not unfortunately, but like lacking. Yeah, unfortunately, lacking the variety. HR is also my favorite female main character. I just love her so much. My little bad bitch. It's a solid yeah. answer. My nurse, my nurse queen. Yeah. Can you guys oh, believe that you guys a nurse <laughs> and a dog mom? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, love her. What's up? Spoiler. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Last ranking question, Selena, your favorite male main character. My prez, Zeus, duh. <laughs> duh. <laughs> I feel like he just gets like better and better in every book. Like my love for him grows. Like I just love him so bad. Like he's everything to me. Mine is hold on, let me pull up my list. Mine is Danner, but in second place is King. King is just such a like mm. I think King started to grow on me in Danner's book. Like seeing him in that book, I was like, that's a cool guy. Like I get it, Chris. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Same. But yeah, Danner's mine. Danner's my baby. Uh Lionel. Yeah. Uh same for me. Danner's number one. <laughs> but my second was Priest. So again, a little different. Is it because he's a redhead? A little redhead bond. Uh, no. <laughs> Is it because he's a murderer? Uh, <laughs> Not because he's a murderer either. <laughs> she wants a little blood play. Oh my god! <laughs> no. Once we once we get to that book, I'll, I'll share my feelings on it, which are no, mostly good, which are almost all good. Go ahead, continue, mm-hmm. Brandy. 
Yeah, mine is also Danner, but my second is also Zeus. I love that man. Mm, I I, I would say that's 50% influenced by the fact that Jason Clark narrates him so Mm. well. Like I, I, so I feel like I wow. know him. I, I was on a live yesterday that Jason Clark was on, and I was like shaking with the restraint to not be like, "What was it like narrating Zuscaro?" Like I just want to know everything. Okay, now that we've all shared our rankings, we're gonna go book by book. This is the point where we're gonna start spoiling stuff. We're gonna be talking about our favorite scenes, our favorite smut scenes, the like general plot of the book. So if you are avoiding spoilers, tap out now. Go read the books and come back. But. <laughs> So, starting with Lessons of Corruption, Selena, can you give just, like, the general plot of the book? Yes. Okay, so basically, um, King is the main character, King Calgaro. He is the son of the um, fallen MC. wait, president, son of the president of the fallen MC, <laughs> and he is uh, eight, 18, <laughs> and he's in high school, <laughs> and- <laughs> Um, remember, if I speak, this is set in Canada. The legal age of consent is seventeen. Has to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but he's eighteen, and basically, he one day is like in this, um, in this, the drive. What is it called? Parking lot of a grocery store, and he sees this gal, and this gal sees him. And the gal is um, Cressida Irons. She is new to town. She is recently divorced or is in the process of divorcing her husband. She's 26 and she ju- like she's been groomed her whole life to like get with this guy. She got married to him when she was like 18. Her her parents basically and him he, and the guy groomed her to marry him. And she was basically in a in a marriage that she was unhappy with. Um, the guy sucked and she was just trying to get out. So she wanted to move to a new town and become a teacher there because she was a teacher elsewhere. And, um, she meets the biker guy and has no clue of his age or anything, um, any history. And basically they have like a cute little hot hookup. And then the next day she goes to school. Who's in her class? King Kyle Garo. And the rest was history. (laughs) So yeah, it's a taboo student teacher reverse age gap romance. (laughs) (laughs) This one didn't hit for me in the same way it did for a lot of people. It's not just the tabooness of it, but for me, just like it being single POV was really tough for Mm. me. But I still had fun. I still have highlights. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was funny. Sorry, I know it's a funny <laughs> it book. Like funny. if you if you view it as like a comedy, you're like, oh, this this is funny. Like Cress is funny. Like that's crazy. She's funny. So, is there a moment from the book from this book specifically that you just like always think about? Uh, yes. But before I answer that question, I want to say something about my girl Cressida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for those of you, okay. for those of you who oh, have boy. not read it. I will admit that the first time I read it, I was like, you know, my girl's a little cringe. Like, she is. She says and does things that I'm like, whoa, 
what was that? But I do feel like she had some good character growth. Yes, it did take a very long time for it to come on in the first book. Major growth in book four. But in the first book, it did take a really long time for it to come on. And there was a lot of back and forth, like, should I do this? Should I not? I don't know. Uh, 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 which was, like, very annoying. And I know that's what a lot of people beef with in addition to some other things. <laughs> um, but I do feel like you just have to give them a chance. And I just feel like um, it just goes up from there basically except in the opinion of Kayla it goes up after book three <laughs> or at book three <laughs> yes I don't disagree but to answer your question yes the thing I think about all the time and I don't know the exact quote but it's when like it's the quote it's the part where like King's like I'm a grown boy and I'm hungry <laughs> and he's like <laughs> Sorry, do you think about that in a good way or a bad way? Like, in a funny way. Like, it's okay. just, like... That just gave me a full body shudder, so like, I can't I said lie it's, to it's you. Like, Gianna had jokes for this one. You guys are so mean. I'm <laughs> no, 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 sorry. Okay. Um, I'm a growing boy, and I'm hungry. Oh, oh. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> oh. Um... A part that I always think about is the fact that this book has fake dating in it, which I think is just like on top of everything else, there's like a fake dating aspect because Cress ends up fake dating Zeus to help cover up the fact that she's fucking his teenage son. Um, (laughs) And that part, I'm just like, again, like I was like, wow, like out of everything that happened in that book, that was the thing that I was like, oh, okay, like, okay, trope, like a trope I love. Which is, like, so wild to think about that Cress and Zeus even had to, like, pretend to be in a relationship. Like, I can't even, like, picture them, like, romantically at all. Which, like, honestly, in a perfect world, it would have been Cress and Zeus together and then King and Lou together if we were playing it safe. If we were playing it safe. I know it's gross to think about, but, like, (laughs) uh, to avoid jail time, it would have been those two pairings. Well, we're in Canada, so we are avoiding it anyway. Yeah, we're in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) I like one of my favorite scenes that I think about when I think about this book is there's like a life and death experience or moment I don't remember exactly what happened but afterwards like King like refuses to leave Cress's side and then he's like getting out of bed to like just go get something from downstairs and he like has to pause in the doorway and just like stare at her in bed for a little bit because he's just like I haven't left your side since this happened. I'm just having a hard time doing it, even though they're like safe in her house. I just thought that was so sweet. Yeah, that literally makes me sick. Like, <laughs> like he, they love each other so much. It's it's, it's sick. sickening. It is, but in the most beautiful way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kendra, do you have a scene you think about? Oh yeah, I just said I said the fake dating part. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. But also, this is the book where we get introduced to Cress's lousy ass, bum uh, ass brother, who is like essentially the villain. I hate in this him. book. I hate him too. I don't know why Gianna keeps like trying to push him on us. Like yeah. I thought he'd be gone after this book. But oh my god, every time there's trouble in this series, his ass is always present. Like without fail. I'm like, oh my god. Like he should have died if we're being honest. What's his name? Lysander. What a loser name. Um, yeah, he. he <laughs> I, but him in this book just like 
angered me so much because like Cress was just like trying to be there for him and like support him and then he just was yeah. like fuck it like fuck yeah. you I'm, g- I'm gonna do whatever I want like oh that just angered me so I I felt I felt for Cress in that one little instance but Kayla hasn't read this one just so everybody knows um as she mm-hmm. mentioned earlier but what is the spice scene that sticks out in your head for this one um I'll go it's <laughs> I don't like it though. Sorry, so it's when it's when Cress is like fucking herself in her classroom when like the students are there. Like you know when I she's hate, like getting like. Uh, I hate it. I hate it. I'm so oh, sorry. Not, no. Gianna said. Gianna said taboo. Capital T. Capital A. Capital B. Capital O. Capital O. Like girl, what were we doing? That's where I had to look at Cress sideways, and I was like, Miss Ma'am, you are a teacher. Pull Thank it God together. She left teaching at the end of that year. Any Holy any shit. other like if they were literally anywhere else that scene would have been so fucking hot but then when I put it in like context I'm like oh no no I think about the library that's like the I am so yeah, sorry the, like, library, like, the library is good yeah like I can't buy this one has less that sticks out to me yeah, than the rest of the books but yeah, yeah. I agree though the library mm-hmm. <laughs> no no anal on this one womp womp Yet. she was just getting started <laughs> so true She's warming up. <laughs> Let's move to Kayla's favorite book of all time. Welcome yeah. to the dark side. Oh my god! Yes. Do I Low get to clap. say what I loved? Everything I love. To- Kayla, do you want to read the description? Like, do you want to give us like a rundown of like okay. what the book is about? Be nice. Um. Yeah. So there's this girl who's literally seven years old. And she witnesses. Am I wrong? Sorry. Do you need to stop me? Am I incorrect? Am I factually incorrect? Whoa. No. no. Okay. Thank no. you. All right. Okay. Okay. She uh, witnesses some. Okay. I, I don't remember the specifics of this fight, but she witnesses like a fight or something. And that's part of the motorcycle club or the motorcycle club is involved in. Um, lots of people die or a couple people die. I don't know how many people die. Zeus is one of those people that um, killed somebody, and he's also protecting Lou at the in the same space. He's protecting this seven-year-old child, which I mean, fair. Protect the child. Do that. Anyway, Zeus goes to jail. Uh, Lou, what you miss a very you, you miss a very what did I miss? See, this is I don't the remember. Fact that while Zeus is protecting Lou, he gets sh- they both get shot and end up in the oh, hospital, yeah, they get and shot. that's what okay. like. Binds them together. Right, keep yeah, going. Okay. Oh, binds them. Sorry, as she's I'm a child. I'm gonna beat your so. ass, Kayla. Am I wrong? <laughs> anyway, keep going. Keep um, going. they they bond in the hospital. What have you? While Zeus is in jail, though, because he still has to go to jail, they begin to exchange letters. Now, these letters at first are very innocent, like you know, just whatever. She Lou is writing to like this man that saved her life. Whatever. A monster. Um, a guardian. Yeah. Monster her guardian monster and um then later on in life like i think it's when she's is it when she's 15 or 16 she admits that she 16. threw a letter 16 she admits through a letter to zeus that she does love him and zeus is like no nah, little girl can't be a part of this and so he cuts off communication with her then basically they see king. sure <laughs> and then oh, um man that's my a, man <laughs> and then a year later a year later, Zeus sees her again 17. and <laughs> legal sure, again legal in Canada to be very clear. We're not that's where the story we're, we're at in the, um he sees her again and he sees her for the first time at the strip club, right? 
No. Yeah. They, okay. Um, oh, no. no, 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 no. Am I wrong? No, it's at a party. There was a party. Oh, okay. Anyway, point is, is they reconnect again, basically, and then they start a relationship. They um, start fucking until the paint comes off the wall. And we literally never, ever forget how old Lou is because Gianna absolutely loves to remind us every Little single girl. second. Every single Little second. Girl. Every you single second. You are 16 going on <laughs> 17. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. And then also Zeus loves to say how he knew that Lou was for him when she was seven. Okay, That's was crazy. Soulmate. Was he wrong? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry. You could like hate on them as much as you want, but like it's everything is fine in my mind. Like I've just let it go. Let it go. I, no yeah, thoughts. I just like literally all the parts that are like the most taboo just yeah. like literally like, left my brain immediately when I finished that book. Like, <sighs> yeah. I I just like I have selective memory when it comes to mm-hmm. that book because I'm like they're they're just like so in love. Can mm-hmm. I share my favorite part of the book? Yeah. First? So I think I have the same part. I think it's probably everybody's favorite fucking part. It's so fucking good. So Oh wait, we forgot to mention Lou is battling cancer. Yes. Yeah. We forgot that is, part. She finds uh, out when she's in the hospital after she got shot ish. And then she's like all sad and he's like, Oh, it's gonna be okay. Like blah 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 blah. And then like she confides in him while they're writing the letters in jail because her family literally sucks and she has yeah. no one and he is like giving her all this reassurance and kind words and like helping her get through her battle with cancer with words which is connected to my favorite part of the book which is like she the cancer comes back in this book when she's 17 like she beat it when she was like 10 or something like that it is back and she has to go through chemo again and they're in the bathroom one morning and Lou's hair starts falling out. She has like long, beautiful blonde hair. It's like down to her ass. Like she's, she's very proud hot. of her hair. And so her hair starts coming out in clumps and she just starts immediately crying. And Zeus comes in to check on her and is just like saying all the right stuff. Like you could be bald and I wouldn't care. I'm in love with your soul. Like I and he takes a razor and shaves all his long beautiful hair off to match her and like the rest of the club shaves their heads for Lou and just like oh my god when he says my favorite line in the whole book is love you love even you when, when you, you don't, don't. <gasps> he kisses her nose he says love you even when you don't Lou he kisses that's her my nose. favorite as well like uh, that's um, just so beautiful well, like how does this strong scary man like how does he how is he so soft like that's why so i love soft. him so much <laughs> oh my, God. my favorite moment i mean it's a just a dirty ones um i love when zeus fucks lou at her high school basketball game behind the bleachers <laughs> tells her to grab onto her ankles and homegirl did it i also she love when he floor. fucks yeah she was like and then I'm he a sent her back out to dump her loser with high school his boyfriend. cum dripping, dripping down, down her, her legs. legs i also love when they do anal in this book i mean shocker um it's just so hot and she's just like down for it down girl um and i also on a more wholesome note i really love mute in this book like lou and throughout the book is working with kids who have autism 
and mute has been assigned to like he's a part of the motorcycle club and he's been assigned to like watch her um and so like they like get to work together on that and mute is given his name he like doesn't speak he also has autism too right I think it's implied. I think he's on the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. He just, like, their connection in the book is just, their friendship is just so beautiful. And, like, I love Mew. And then Gianna does what Gianna does and kills him. So. She's insane. Spoilers. Rip. I was I get- so shook. Yeah, Kayla, you can go. Do I get to say my favorite parts? Okay. Yeah. I want I'm you gonna- to go so that I can talk about my favorite spice scenes when you're done. <clears throat> okay. Well, I, you know, have my book journal page up um, that I made for this and I have four favorite parts. Uh, first one was Mute. Second one was uh, any scene Danner was in. Third one was when Harley beat up Lou. The fourth one was when oh. Zeus was in jail. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's hurtful, that last one. Thanks. Oh, well, not thanks because it's hurtful, but just, yeah. I love the part where <laughs> HR beats up or fights Lou. Like that is just so iconic every time. <laughs> but um I I also have the same favorite part as Brandy, but one part that just shocks me every time I reread it, which I've read it a total of three times now, is when um Lou kills who does she kill? blackjack oh yeah blackjack and she just shoots him in the face or whatever <laughs> like i literally forget that and then i read it and i'm like holy shit like that happened like that shocks me every time but it's Insane. like iconic and had to be done but i was just like wait another favorite moment of mine because i went and got my book journal too such a good idea mm-hmm. kayla thank you i wrote when <laughs> when zeus calls out Cress for being a hypocrite because Cress is like oh. you're dating like a 17 year old like she's trying to like give zeus shit and he's like Cress, oh. you do remember that you were dating my dating and fucking my teenage son the last person that who should be talking is you that's not exactly what he says but that's the vibe and i just yeah. remember laughing like gianna's funny mm-hmm. she's funny that was funny Oh, wait. And then when Zeus gets a tattoo on his chest for Lou, he he's tatted up all over his body, but his chest was the one place that he kept bare, and he got Lou a tattoo for her. That's so sweet. I love him. And the lollipop Uh, scene. Hot. Yeah. My favorite spice scene is, like, the lollipop scene, or also yeah, the anal scene, like Kendra said. (laughs) And when he, when they're done, and he said, you did so good tonight, Lou. I don't know why something about that part. I'm just like, yes, sir. Did I, daddy? (laughs) Oh my god, ew. This is probably controversial, but I just love that scene at the strip club where she's like doing the strip tease and she's and then he like yells at everyone to get out and then like eats her out on the table. Oh my god. Gianna's obsessed with embarrassing her female main characters because moments before that happens she tries to do a shot of whiskey in front of him and spits it out all over. So fucking embarrassing. (laughs) I know. Um, Kayla, do you have a favorite sex scene? Glad that one's over. Let's, Can we move? Let's, move let's go to book three, guys. <laughs> okay. Do I actually like this one? I'll do it. Okay. Good Gone Bad follows HR Harley Rose, who is Zeus Garrow's daughter and Kyle King Kyle Garrow's sister, and she has been dating this like loser since high school. Like big loser. Cricket is such a loser, and. He sucks, and the book opens with him, like, attempting to S.A. her, and she kills him, and she freaks out and calls 
Danner, who is a police officer who we find out like she hasn't contacted in like two years, right? Like around two years. Yeah, there's a time jump that happens yeah. in this book. So she hasn't talked to him in like two years, but she, he's like her first call. And as a reader, we're kind of like, why is she calling Danner? Because so far, all we really know is that he's like one of the not shitty cops in town. Um, so she calls Danner. He immediately comes and like gets her out of the house, like make sure everybody knows it was self-defense, make sure she's taken care of, like whatever, hustles her away. You very quickly find out that Danner is undercover with a different motorcycle club in Vancouver who is like they are like the worst kind of motorcycle club they they are shitty abusive but but cricket was part of that oh that yeah so club. that's right cricket was yeah. part of that motorcycle club so that's like adding all these like layers to like um anyways um he's trying to like take down this other club but he and hr have like always had a, had a thing, thing. Mm-hmm. um but yeah so then it's just like about like their journey to like try and be together while he's like navigating this and yeah they're like both um undercover essentially because Mm -hmm. hr strikes a deal with the police too to like go back and try to infiltrate um cricket's gang because she technically could have an out of the gang like now that cricket's dead but she gets kind of roped back in and she has to deal with danner being undercover too and it's just so fucking good. This book is, I think this book is so many people's least favorite. And I'm like, how? Everybody says because they don't like the so, plot. And I'm like, what? I'm like, the plot what? is like probably one of my favorite in the yes. entire yeah. series. It's so good. Same. Uh, in my, uh, again, because it having these book journal pages up helps me remember a lot of stuff. In my review of my first two sentences I wrote, I wrote, thank God this one was better. Good Lord. I think I'd actually lose friends if I didn't like this one. Loser. <laughs> Boo. That's, am I, what, hey, hey, what do you mean? I liked this one. Wow. And I said that I would lose friends if I didn't like it, which is true. I would lose both of you. That's so true. You do anything to keep me. Aww. <laughs> like, and what about me with Welcome to the Dark Side? <laughs> That's crazy. Anyway. So Kayla, sweet. since you like this one, what what's yeah. the, what's your favorite part of this book? I bet we all have the same one. I know Kendra and I. The sure tattoo. Have the same one. Is that oh no! Oh, I love that. Oh my god. Oh I no! I don't know what you were gonna say. I genuinely don't no, know I what that part, yours though. was. That's okay. Fine. What was yours? Tattoo. Please talk about the tattoo. Oh no! I just wrote like that one's one of my favorite. I mean, I have like a lot of favorite parts that I wrote down, but that one was a really good one. And then like my favorite quote was the one where he's talking about the tattoo, where he says, "Got you tattooed over my heart, rebel girl." Don't know if it gets more possessive than that. She's like, "You're like a little possessive, Taylor." He's like, "Oh, oh yeah. my god, Kendra." Ah! Sorry. Whoa, <laughs> that scared me. <laughs> <laughs> Kendra and I have the same favorite scene in this book. Kendra, can you talk about it? Yes. So um, in this book, I'll give context. Since Harley Rose is undercover, she's been isolating herself from her family. And her, like her, Zeus and King are like so close. Like they are just like such a cute little family. And so the fact that she's like isolating herself is like just so sad for her and like well, sad for yeah. Zeus. So Zeus one day shows up. Uh, at her apartment because she's living in vancouver so she's no longer living in entrance and that's how she's able to like keep um a separation between her and her family and zeus shows up and like disowns her because he's like you're hanging around with um what the berserkers like they're just like not a good that's her name right yeah yeah he's like they're just not a good club like you're just like you're just like keeping shit from us like hey harley rose you're no you're no daughter of mine fucking disowns her Danner comes to her apartment afterwards and like just sees that she's like fucking like traumatized and she's like laying on the floor and Danner gets down 
and like she's laying on her belly and he gets in the exact same position as her and just like spends the entire time like reassuring her and it's just so sweet it reminds me of that chasing cars song that's like famous from Grey's anatomy and they're like if i lay here will you lie with me that's literally him i love that part so 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 much like i think about it all the time i think that's like what solidified them as like my favorite couple like that was just so fucking romantic and then i also (laughs) i wrote we'll get into that later Uh, never mind that's spice but my one of my favorite quotes is danner saying i'd break my heart a million times over if it meant keeping you alive and then my favorite hr quote because she's just so fucking obsessed with Danner. And she's like, I wanted to sew myself into every atom of his DNA and live there forever, intrinsically tied to him so that if any force t- tried to take me away, like I knew they would, they'd have to kill him to separate us. Holy Gianna, you're sick. Shit. That's I did this on audio. One. That's literally like a King and Crest type quote. I did this yeah, on yeah, audio I with Lucy Rivers. Kidding. And that's how you know this book is good because Lucy Rivers was narrating <laughs> it and I was like still really into it. Yeah, that quote, whoa. The funny thing is, when I read Good Good Gone Bad for the first time, I was like, ah, four stars. It was good. But when I reread it, I was like, holy shit, what was wrong with me? Because I feel like Danner and HR have some of the same elements of, like, like King and Cress, of just, like, how, like, deep their love is for each other. But then also, like, um the elements of Lou and and Zeus just them being like soulmates like they were connected from such a young like from such an early time in their lives um HR and Danner and just like seeing them throughout the years because like in the book you kind of get like flashbacks to times in the past where like um, Danner showed up for HR and it just really goes to show like how much they really are connected and I just love those little moments. And then just seeing them, like, really get real in present time was just, like, everything. Because, like, finally seeing, like, HR be happy. Because, like, she struggled so much in life. And, like, her mom sucks. And, you know, she's grown up in a tough world. And seeing her find someone that literally will, like, kill for her, go to bat for her, do anything for her, was just stunning. I love them. Yeah, they're also just like so hot because this book is Dom Sub and I'm not usually a huge Dom Sub girly. Like I don't dislike it, but I don't actively really seek it out. But like it's just so well done. And you guys, when we were in line at Book Bonanza, we got up there to Gianna and we were like, we like think that HR Danner are so underrated. We like we love Good Gone Bad so much. And she's like, yeah, Danner is based on my husband. So he has a special place in my heart. I was like, the implications of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the stuff they that freak. Danner is doing to HR in this book. I'm like, Gianna. Oh my <laughs> God. Um, Kayla Ann, do you have a favorite smut scene? The only notes that I wrote down other than like what's already in my book journal that I, that I did when I read these books initially, but the only notes that I wrote down for myself for this episode specifically were HR and Danner related. Um, because I wrote down a lot of scenes for that book, but I, cause there's, there's just so many, but I really like the scene with them in the berserker house when wrath is like, I think wrath is initially there first and then he leaves and then they have a grand old time together. I like that one a lot. I mean, and the, and the cabinets, the cabinets, um, 
tying her to the cabinets was pretty good too. <sighs> My hair since the anal scene. Who's shocked? Nobody. <laughs> anal is the anal scene is hot. It's so I so like, hot. Yeah. Remember, I was at the gym listening to this, and he the part where he like spits on them while he's like. Mm-hmm. Kind of, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Danner's hot. Yeah, he's really hot. A little freak. I'm like blushing, like Danner. (laughs) Um, and I just think their epilogue is just like my favorite in the whole series too, and their extended epilogue. Oh my god! I know. I was like, I get all the epilogues confused because there's like literally ten, but I love (laughs) the the newest ones that are in the new editions. Like, oh, I was crying. Oh, also, you mentioned this earlier, but Wrath, like, you, you, we meet Wrath, yeah, who is like, I love him. He, you find out that he's like also kind of a double agent. He's a part of the Berserker, so you think he's like a, like a, a, just a weirdo, like the rest of them are, and he is like assigned to be HR's like new man since Cricket is dead. But then we find out that he's playing both sides, and that he has a girlfriend named Kylie, who is was a beautiful black woman. And when it gets found out that he was playing both sides, the Berserkers kill her. Gianna, rude. And then Gianna then kills Raph and kills a dog in this book. She kills HR and Danner's dog that they share a hero. Um, Your greatest crime. Yeah. She and what's so funny is that she laughs about it. Like she thinks it's fucking funny. Like, oh yeah, I killed a dog. I killed Raph. I killed Mute. Who's next? Like she's (laughs) she's insane. She said, I want my readers to go into my book scared. And I said, huh? And when I was reading this too, I was texting Selena and Brandy, and Selena had spoiled that the dog was gonna die for me on accident. I remember that. She said, so "Oh I was my like, god, Paul? I'm a hero." <laughs> I was like, "What?" I'm so so sorry. honestly, thank you, thank you for the buffer because it, it helped a lot. Kendra, will you tell us about After the Fall, please? I would love to. After the Fall is King and Cress's second book, and it takes place. Like, you go back in time a little bit, so you get to see King and Crest and what they were doing during um, Good Gone Bad. And it kind of just, like, follows them, like, living their life, breathing air. Like, they're just having great sex. Like, they both graduated from university. Um, King really wants to, like, move up in the motorcycle world, even though everyone's like, bro, like, you can go literally do anything else. Don't know why you want (laughs) to stick around here. And then they have made an enemy out of Danner's dad. Mm-hmm. I forget his name. He's a fucking loser. And so Danner's dad is just causing a lot of trouble for the motorcycle gang. And like King feels like he has to take the front of that. And him and Cress are re- they get engaged in this book and they have a beautiful wedding. And then major, major, major spoiler. But I feel like if you've been sticking around this song, oh well. And then king feels like the only way that they can avoid all this police drama that they're getting into is if he jumps off of a cliff and kills himself so he kills Which himself he does. well he doesn't kill himself he like well i was trying shot. to like build suspense oh oh, oh oh but right. he does get shot that's right yeah he, yeah, he gets like, he gets shot and then falls off a cliff yeah and he in quotation yeah. air marks dies kills himself but he had this all fucking Plan little oh he pissed me off so bad um and then crest spirals into like deep depression we see like she's pregnant just how yeah she's pregnant we also see i feel like after the fall does such a good job of like showing you like just how close the mc club is Mm -hmm. as like a family because once king 
quote unquote dies, you see how it just like affects everyone, specifically Crest and Zeus. And also forgot to mention at the end of Good Gone Bad, Zeus goes to jail because he's wrongfully accused of a crime. So that's why they are like on the shit list of this police officer because they're trying to like set the MC club up. That's why King Um, feels like he has to step up. Yeah, that's why King is like, I gotta, I gotta be the man now. And um, I'll just jump into a scene that broke my heart is that I think about a lot is when Cress has to go tell Zeus that King died in jail. And it was just so sad. And if you want a great audiobook to listen to, this one is so good because it's like Savannah Peachwood, yeah. Zachary Weber as King, and he has like a little accent and uh jacob morgan as zeus because you do get a zeus pov in this book and it's just heartbreaking this book resurrected crest for me because mm-hmm. yeah oh, you know yeah. it was looking too good for her but seeing her in this book i just felt so much for her and you said this earlier scene and i wholeheartedly agree is that crest had such good character development and i just loved seeing her in this book and how much she grew and i loved her and king like they're just they're a good at like they're soulmates they're soulmates how they met a little (laughs) a little different a little weird um but who cares about that now they're great they're well above 18 so we're we're safe Mm -hmm. i i think my favorite scene in this one is just like when they're reunited and I just, like, loved how Cress wasn't immediately, like, weeping happy. She was, like, mm-hmm. so Mad. pissed at him, as she should be. Oh, my God. And the fact that we're in King's POV when he sees her and he's, like, thinks he's dreaming. He thinks he's, like, making her up. But then he's, like, wait, yes. she's never mad at me in my daydreams. Yes. And she's pissed at him. Oh, my God. Yeah. The part, so the part where she's, like, like, I would have felt it. Like, I would have felt it if he was gone. And I'm, oh. like, <laughs> Mm. that rips my heart into real is that your favorite scene self Mm, no i didn't pick favorite scenes from like after the major spoiler because i didn't know if we were going to be talking about that but what i picked a quote that i liked but it was it was i think after they after he proposed but he said um i loved you since the moment i saw you and i'll go on loving you forever there's no end for my there's no end to my love for you. It's woven into the very fabric of my soul. So even when our bodies die, we'll still never stop loving. And I'm just like, oh. so sick. Like, I feel like before the trauma in this book, like, we just get to see King and Crest so happy and in love. And I just love that so much because obviously in the first book, there's so much of the, like, back and forth of, like, should we be together? Should we not? Like, this is wrong, blah, 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 blah. But, like, we just get to see them being so happy. And that's what I love just because they're literally soulmates. And I love seeing them happy together until Gianna took it all away. <laughs> Kayla, do you have a favorite part of this one? Um, I, well, yeah, I had a couple that I wrote down. Um, I mean, Wrath Being Alive was pretty oh, exciting. I know, that, I know yeah. that has nothing to do with King of Crest, but that was pretty like, exciting. That was me. like, I was like shook because I legit thought he was mm-hmm. gone. Right. Yeah. I, I remember texting you after I read Good Gone Bad and I was like, I'm pretty sure somebody's still alive. I was like, yeah. I think one of them is still alive. I was like, I'm pretty sure one of them is still there. And it thankfully was, was Wrath. I mean, I would have been fine with wrath or his girl but anyway so yeah outside of king crest that scene um and then i wrote down yeah king's wedding vows was a great scene and then i also really liked uh crest's eulogy for king now i did 
you know, I, again, did not read the first one. Um, so I, I already kind of had an idea in my head about Cress just based on, you know, two specific people. Cress's eulogy actually kind of like got me a little tearied, got me a little, little teared up. So that was sad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Her and Zeus speaking at the funeral just literally wrecks me every time. Like I felt their pain. Like I felt like my husband died. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they literally just got married. Yes. And like how you mentioned gone. how when Cress went to Zeus, like after the after he died, like she literally went there that morning in one in the in her wedding dress, and then she went there that night in her wedding dress. Like that makes me so That's, sick. Gianna is so, so sad. Oh my god. My favorite smut scene is when they fuck on the cliffs. Anytime they fuck oh, on the cliffs yes. in this book, Mine hot too. with the champagne. Yes, that's the part oh, I have. Oh my god, I, I wrote mine too. Yeah, same. I wrote that down one oh, as well. That that, yeah, good. she was on something. He literally, I have it up right now. He pours champagne into her mouth and it falls on her, and then he face fucks her. <laughs> like, come on, bro. When guys, I, I think that's like so hot. When guys, like, yeah, it's very hot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that look interesting what what look <laughs> you can't prove anything <laughs> I think we just did <laughs> anyways so next up is Inkton Lies Selena you love this one too so can you tell us about Inkton Lies please okay I'm gonna try to do this fast but basically it's about Lila and Nova which we have heard about since like I feel like book one if not book one since book two but it's an unrequited love, childhood friends to lovers romance. Um, Lila has known the Booth family um, since she was like four or five or something. And she grew up with her brother and her dad and mom. But her mom and dad are always into trouble, like gang stuff, drug stuff. Um, and then the Booths move in across the street. And Jonathan, a.k.a. Nova, is part of that family. And they kind of... Their family kind of gets worried about Lila and her brother and kind of take them under their wing. Stuff goes down, um, and basically Lila and her brother are left with no parents to take care of them. So the Booths are hoping to adopt them, eventually do. Um, But in this time, um, Nova, Jonathan, becomes kind of like a good friend, older brother type um person for Lila hey step bro (laughs) but always like supporting her and she like looks up to him a lot um and kind of has a little crushy crush on him but um as time goes on like basically a lot of stuff happens in childhood like trauma family stuff um but through it all they're they're best friends um and then it leads into present time so we spend quite a bit of time in the past and then we go into present where Lila is just like fed up of Nova not giving her the time of day. Like she's put herself out there basically. Um, and he's just not really giving her anything. He's a big like playboy, but really only sees her as a friend. And Lila does some silly stuff, gets his <laughs> attention, then does some other silly stuff gets herself into almost trouble and basically now she has his attention they kind of like start hooking up messing around and then feelings come out eventually but it's beautiful 
Brandy, as somebody who's not usually a unrequited love girly, how did you like this one? I really struggled with the unrequited love in this book. I think specifically because, oh. like, spoiler, like, uh, it took her being engaged to somebody else for him to, like, get his shit together, which I hate. Because, like, if she would have just sat and pined for him forever, would he have let her? Like, that makes me sad to think about. I think probably not. But it that was really hard for me to swallow, especially, like, in the in the small flashbacks, not the childhood flashbacks, but the ones where that were she was like twenty two. Oh my god, she was so pathetic. Like I love her so much, and she's so hot. Like she's they're both so hot, but like yeah, I'm like oh my god, girl, stand up, like go, like be with literally anybody else. Like it's so embarrassing. Everybody in the club is like Lila's so obsessed with Nova. Like he won't give her the time of day. Blah blah blah. blah. Everybody knows Lila's obsessed with Nova. Like oh my god, she's throwing herself at him. He's like no 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 no. Oh my god, I hate it. Sorry, no, I don't hate them. I hate unrequited love in general. Yeah. Because I think I'm just a girly who had some unrequited love, so it's hard for me to think <laughs> about that. Literally, I'm like, I, like I, I can't believe me, I actually thought. I feel like for me, as someone who's been in many unrequited love situations, I'm just like, I feel for her. Like, I have been there, and I feel that. So I think I think it could go, it could go both ways. It could go, like, Brandy's way, where she's just like, I want to stay away. I don't want anything yeah. to do with it. And then me, I'm like, I feel seen, but... I really enjoyed yeah. Lila's story. I really love all the, like, because, like, Lila's, like, the flower child, and she has flowers tattooed all over her body, and I just love all, like, the metaphor and comparisons of, like, her feelings compared to flowers or her thoughts about Nova and love and stuff compared to flowers. I thought it was really beautifully written. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I... So Lila is my second favorite female main character. I I kind of agree with you, Brandy, about the unrequited love thing. I didn't love that. And overall, the book felt a little bit disjointed or it didn't flow as well as some of the other ones for me. But some of my favorite parts, I really liked when, again, this is like another instance of Lila being really hot. When she was modeling for the shop, I thought that that was really hot. And then uh, Nova tattooing her was also like a really good scene as well with her in his lap yeah <laughs> Kendra do you um, have a favorite part yeah I wrote down Lila and Nova having sex and an emotional chat outside of Nova's parents house I thought that Wait, was just like yes! so sweet I like, love I really like that scene then um I don't know honestly I feel like my favorite smut scene is when Lila watches Nova fuck another girl I agree. I know that was was kind of pathetic, and I feel like that's what Brandy was referring to, but that was hot. Like, it was just hot. I just hate it. He followed her into I don't like how he reacted and was like, Yeah, that get it out of your system. Like, forget it. Oh my god, no, no. (laughs) In the moment, moment, it was super hot. hot. And then my favorite (laughs) quote that I wrote down was, (laughs) It's um, it's Nova saying wear my cum almost as pretty as you wear my art that was such a slay line like because he tattoos her so yes. like of course she's gonna wear your cum as well as she wears your art <laughs> that was just hot <laughs> my favorite line um was when no or lila was telling nova about like the way that she loved him and she said, it's like clean laundry and sleeping in our own bed after vacation. It's like loving someone because you were born loving them, like your parents or your siblings, but more. You're more than my family. You're more than my best friend. You're the choice I want to make every single day, every single day to live to the fullest and love the hardest. 
That's so beautiful. That's my favorite quote too. <gasps> That's beautiful. But um, I agree with Kendra. I love the scene where they hooked up in the little fields or in, in the backyard of Nova's parents' house. And then like her mom was like, okay, whenever you guys are done, like we're having dinner. And Lila's all shy, like, oh, they heard yeah, us. They knew we were out here. His and parents then, like, were like so good. I love them but then like she like left and had like flowers in her hair and I was just like oh that's so Lila I love her yeah oh I know a lot of people yeah. like this is their fave it's a good one okay Sorry, I'm gonna beat your Maybe ass no, I love you I love you okay last one last book oh that is currently out dead man walking mm-hmm. uh so dead man walking as we previously mentioned is priest in Bia's story so priest is the club enforcer and we've known this since book one he is like very like scary intimidating doesn't talk to very many people loves torturing people that the club needs tortured all that and Bia is Lou's little sister we first meet her when she's 15 in Lou's book, but she is 19 in her book and Priest is like 30. So she's been obsessed with Priest since she was like, she met him when she was 15. She's just been like really infatuated with him because she's also always had like a very, she's had an interest in the macabre, right? So she's into like, she runs a murder podcast or a true crime podcast rather she's like loves to learn about like serial killers and the sociology behind it all and whatever so she is very drawn to the darker side of him of priest and she almost dies um at his hands by accident because she was with somebody who he was sent out to take care of and he feels like so much guilt that like something shifts inside of him where he's like I not only can just like passively watch her be okay, I have to be her protector and I have to make sure she's okay forever. And this is like big for him because he has so much childhood trauma that he feels incapable of loving anybody or feeling any emotions. So it's huge that he's like becoming obsessed with her. And like, I love that about this book. They just constantly call each other their obsessions. Like, I just like think like it's so unhealthy and I love it so much. Like I, ugh. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. there is an active like, serial killer who's like targeting Bia that's a part of it as well why Priest feels like the need to be at her side in this town and like there's a lot of religious undertones in this book which I love that shit that Mm -hmm. is kind of like their story a little bit yeah this one for me it's it's actually my second favorite of the series which is kind of weird because when I like think back on how I was thinking about the book and I Again, this is my second favorite of the series. But when I first started this book, I was like really nervous because this is very different from the rest of the books. This one specifically. It's, well, first of all, it's like, it's just kind of more gritty. It's a little bit darker. It's also very violent. And there are a lot of things in this book that kind of made my stomach turn a a little bit. It was just a little bit much for me. And I was also kind of nervous. Brandy, like you said, they each call each other their obsession. And while that's, you know, kind of like, maybe unhealthy for me I I was actually kind of nervous that it would just be obsession rather than actual love and but I do feel like and I I wrote this like in one of my reviews that I felt like it kind of started to change like around the halfway mark I liked seeing priest kind of fight his emotions a little bit that part I was like so thankful for that it made it out of the obsession stage or you know, and because I was just kind of nervous a little bit about that, but overall, right? Because he's, creepy. I really do enjoy this. Yeah, he's, yeah, creepy. he's a, he's literally like a certified 
psychopath like diagnosed Mm -hmm. everything which i thought was like such an interesting thing because i feel like it could have been so easy for her to be like oh it's assumed like it's so Mm -hmm. easy to call him that but like no like he is one i did this on audio and i think the narrator did such a good job of like making that come across like the way he would just like Mm -hmm. have priests like speak um it was just it was different it made him stand out a lot and i was like whoa like yeah this this guy is irish yeah and he's irish he's fucking crazy but this book is good this book is gory i think this is the best written book in the entire series i think gianna's writing here just like fucking leaps times 10 every sentence i just like wanted to write down it was just so beautiful and i think because she was playing so much with like religious undertones Mm -hmm. it just came across so well like having bia be this like sweet on the outside this yeah. sweet innocent christian girl was going to church every sunday Wearing like pink and bow yeah like so innocent and then like having that contrast of priest who's like a murderer and like loves doing it and like is the club enforcer and it was just such a good not my favorite story but like just so well written and i loved it i thought it was for this to be the last book that's out i think it's a good book to like have out as your quote-unquote last yeah. one selena i know this one's probably your least fave in the series right i mean i enjoyed it and i'm pretty sure i rated it five stars but i just feel like connect <laughs> connecting to the couples like they're mm-hmm. the couple i connect to the least but i do like their relationship was so unique and special and like um i just really liked how like bia brought out sides of priests that he thought would never come out i thought that was really special what's your favorite moment um i just well i just looked for quotes since um <laughs> you guys have been just slanging quotes but i, I found <laughs> this one it's um bia saying this she said loving priests made everything i loved about my life and myself vibrant and clear somehow simply and utterly more profound all those traumas i bored alone before him all those things large and small i'd always believed i hated about myself were suddenly given new depth and compassion he hadn't changed my life it was that he had given me new perspective limiting limiting everything both good and bad in the golden light of his love i'm just like oh beautiful. see writing on 10 oh she was yeah. on crap writing this i do agree oh brandy like i i am not a big religious girly like i got beef with the catholic church I hope my Same. mom never hears this, but um, <laughs> I think maybe she me. would take offense to some other stuff for, before she took offense. <laughs> but I do love a book that just like has those conversations about um, religion. I know some people really, really hate it. Like they hate books that touch on religion, but I really like to hear like others people thought, pe- other people's thoughts about them, especially like priests who has a lot of trauma relating to the church. It was very interesting to hear about his thoughts and then b who was literally raised in the church on the opposite side so one of my favorite things about their relationship is that priest just like once he realizes that he's obsessed with bia and he doesn't have the words to like say that he loves her like he doesn't feel like he's capable of that but he calls her his heart living wrongfully outside of his body and like there's this i just can't he says it multiple times throughout the book and every single time it like gives me chills mm-hmm. like the fact that he because he says that he doesn't have a heart he doesn't have a heart mm-hmm. and he's like oh she's my heart living mm-hmm. outside my body mm-hmm. oh my god their it's epilogue like, is incredible too he, it's like he can't say i love you but that's his way of saying it and also he shows it with his actions instead and Makushla. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're so they're yeah. so cute. <laughs> and they're hot as fuck. Yeah. I love um because we have a little bit of um Lou hypocrisy in here, but I oh, love yeah. my man Zeus putting her in her place. I loved that. And then also mm-hmm. didn't priest say something to her or maybe be, be maybe everyone said something Bea to her, did. Which Bea was like her. are you kidding me yeah, you yeah, married yeah. a man 19 years yeah. older than you while you were in high school and i loved how priest like dissed lou like after she apologized at the hospital he was like okay bye i literally yeah. see my woman <laughs> yeah he like she stopped he's him like on are the you way, done and he's like move 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 yeah oh, i was like i oh love God. that I their epilogue is just so incredible because obviously spoilers I'm talking about the epilogue of the last mm-hmm. book but we find out at the end of Dead Man Walking that B is pregnant and like she's like terrified because like she thinks that this is going to be his worst nightmare like having to be a father and like whatever and uh, he's like just so happy that she's okay and he's like it's going to be part of you like of course I will love it and like oh my god my, he doesn't say love but he's like it's, it'll be part of yeah oh my god and then on in the epilogue he's like gone for like three weeks or something like that or like two weeks or something and he comes home and he's just like the way that she writes him like his whole body relaxes when he sees her and then he immediately has to go look at his baby son oh my god love I love them love, love. they're so cute my i wrote down two quotes and it was a better man could love you but now i'll kill any of them who try that's so priest that's amazing the second one right it's like oh of course (laughs) and the second one is i don't believe in fate but fuck me if i don't believe in you yes i just saw that one when i was scrolling so like i have so much she was writing Um, and my favorite blowjob <laughs> <laughs> my favorite s- smut scene is when B <laughs> when she gives Priest a blowjob um, I thought it was really hot and when he ties her up with I'm assuming they were Christmas lights they were some sort of oh, lights yeah. and it's just so good it was the shower for me that was my yes favorite. the yeah. shower was good I told them like oh what's this book it's just blood come in jesus that's yeah. literally this entire book pretty yeah. words and come everywhere quote yeah. Kendra. <laughs> oh gosh this was so fun this yeah was... um do you guys have any we'll keep this quick but any predictions of like where you think the series is going i know we probably we probably left out a lot of stuff that happened this is meant to be like a fun little silly fun recap so if we missed anything you can obviously tell us on instagram but is there something that you would like to see happen? Because Gianna says this series is nowhere near done. Yeah. Um, and I hope she's going to hold it, hold herself to that word. But yeah, um, I would love a wrath book ASAP. And I feel yeah. like with the newest epilogue in HR and Danner's book, I feel like she's slowly setting that up, but that could be the delusion. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I want a wrath book. I like so many people are like, do you want rat? Do you want Kylie to come back, or do you want like love after loss? And I'm like, low key, I don't want her to. Come I kind of like. I want love after loss. I feel like yeah. she's like dead, dead. I, no, yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel like the vibe would just be so different if she came back, and like I because yeah. like what tension see, would be there? Exactly. I want to yeah. see like what would love. grow from wrath. What he'll deal with to get to loving someone new 
Yeah. Um, I'm not exactly not excited for Lysander and Honey. Oh, That's so God. fucking disgusting. That's so gross. Gianna, you're crossing a line. I could deal with Lou and Zeus, but Lysander and Honey. We've I seen my, we've seen Honey as like a like a like no, a I can't. Child. <laughs> and yeah. and yeah, and like Lysander's just a fucking like he's a creep. Yeah. Zeus was like an yes. upstanding citizen yes. who also happened to be a criminal. Lysander's children. just a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want a Dane book. I think that's oh, an yeah, yeah, yeah. opinion. But yeah. I want Wait, a Dane book. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like, I don't know. I was talking to someone about this. Did did they mention in one of the epilogues that Dane is engaged? Because I feel like Ooh. I read that. Maybe. But I can't remember. I'm like literally getting the epilogues. There's too many. Like, I'm lost. <laughs> but I feel like I read that. I would believe it. But maybe yeah. it was like in one of the future epilogues, so that we can mm-hmm. get this we know story. timelines aren't Gianna's no, strong. They're See, not. There are two novellas She's that go everywhere. along with this series. You don't have to read them because they will just fuck you up. Because the timelines just—they don't make no read type of sense. I was like, Gianna, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> I read them yes, after I, I read everything else because I missed them. Yeah, the the prequel novella is pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> but, I like that. But again, timeline. Yeah, the character that she wrote in that, like we see her in Cress's book, and it's like that's a different person. That's a different person, absolutely. I I have something I would like to see. Uh, I would like to no longer see seventeen year old as her female characters. (laughs) (laughs) She's no longer seventeen. I didn't. Up. I just said in general. I want no the more seventeen-year-old female main characters. The only way we would see a crazy age gap, I think, is if she um, does something with Angel and the little guy that they adopted. Aries. Oh. Like, Aries. Oh. Bro, Gianna would pull some like step sibling shit like that. Yeah. She already did. That bro, stop. Oh my god. Prepare yourself. Oh, it's gonna happen. <laughs> I feel stuck it. in the washer. <laughs> My mom isn't home. <laughs> My mom's at the oh, compound banging my dad. <laughs> I feel like that bro, we negligent shouldn't with how much they oh, bone. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Uh. This is so fun. Selena, thank oh, you so much. You can come back her. literally anytime you want. This was literally. a blast. I loved it. Oh. Loved it. Well, if you enjoyed us talking about Fallen Men, be sure to pop over to our Instagram at Bring Your Own Pod and let us know what book is your favorite from the series. Mm-hmm. Tell us the same rankings, right? Like favorite book, favorite couple, MC, FMC, whatever. Tell us all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you uh, enjoyed us chatting, we would really appreciate if you would rate this podcast five stars. That'd mean a lot to us. And yeah. we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.